peace of our Lord be with you. Every year on the first Sunday in Lent, the lectionary places in the path of the church throughout the world the temptations of Jesus. And while I cannot speak for you, as for me, every year I am struck by how reasonable the temptations are. Turning a stone to bread could actually help feed the hungry. And as for leaping from the steeple of the temple into the arms of the angels, just think of the skeptics who might have been convinced and converted by that dazzling display. And then there was the temptation to take the path of political influence. Think of all the good Jesus could have done with all that power. These were not temptations to do evil. They were actually more like temptations to do well, to succeed at the work of God in the world in the biggest, fastest, most convincing way possible. But even though those temptations were really not all that bad, Jesus said no. Jesus was content to live and move slowly and quietly, stopping and talking to this person, listening to and paying attention to that person, entering into the depths of this family's pain and sitting in the depths of that person's shame, healing a body here, forgiving a sin there. That was the life Jesus had come to live. Jesus was here to embody the love of God in the depth of pain to bring light to those who sit in darkness. It was a small, quiet path to depth. He had come to travel in this world, and he was very clear about sticking to it and staying on it. So when Satan said in this morning's gospel lesson, don't you want to fly? Think of the ground you could cover, the lives you could touch. Think of what a big platform it would give you for your message. Not to mention the headlines when the angels catch you. Talk about blowing up Twitter. Jesus 
said, no, no, it's tempting. (laughs) No, but I think I'll walk. It's just the way he was about the work of God. Jesus was on a small, quiet, narrow way and he would not let himself be drawn from it. Not even to get a bigger platform for his message. Jesus was that clear about not only what he was supposed to do, but how he was supposed to do it. And when it came to that, when it came to what he was supposed to do and how he was supposed to do it, Jesus was going to stay on that small, quiet, narrow way. But the amazing thing about that narrow way is that it ultimately led Jesus to a very wide place. Jesus was always and forever sitting down with and standing up for whoever was farthest out there on the margins. Jesus was forever getting in trouble for sitting down with and standing up for whomever was most ostracized, left out, voiceless, powerless, and alone. He followed a very narrow way. But it took him to a very wide place. And so it is for you and me. If we decide that we are going to get on and stay on the path to depth, it will be a very narrow way. The path to depth has room on it for loving God with all that is in us and loving other people as we love ourselves. And there's really not room for much else on the path to death. It is a very narrow way. Just get up every morning and practice all over again loving God with all that is in you. That's the praying 
thinking, reading, singing, worshiping, devotional part of life. The vertical, up to God, loving God with all that is in us part. And get up every morning and decide that you actually are going to love other people as you love yourself. That's the justice, mercy, kindness, compassion, hospitality, friendship part of life. And once you decide that that is what you are going to practice all through the day, every day of your life, loving God with all that is in you, and loving others as you love yourself, then there won't be room on your path or in your life for anything that you cannot reconcile with that. Loving God with all that's in you and loving others as yourself. You will do a thousand things. You will do all the things you have always done. Get in debt, pay bills, go to work, study, play, work. But at the center and core of your life, there will just be this. Love for God and love for other people. What Jesus and Moses both said matters most. Sisters and brothers, that is the path to depth. And it is a very narrow way. But it will always take you to a wide place. That is why the deepest and truest, strongest and best people you know, think of them, name them in your head, they all have the biggest spirits. They embrace the whole world, not in toleration, Toleration implies that I somehow am in a position of superiority, therefore I tolerate you. Ah, toleration's in the rearview mirror once you've been on the path to death for a while. We're not talking about tolerating people who aren't like us, please. That's yesterday's news. We're talking about staying on that narrow way so long, so carefully, and so far that you have finally come out into such a wide place that you genuinely do love and embrace the whole wide world. It's where that narrow way takes you to a wide and beautiful place. But sisters and brothers, unless there's a shortcut that I don't know about, and there might be, but unless there is, 
The only way to ever get there is to decide that by the grace and help of God and the Holy Spirit, you are going to get on and stay on the path to depth until you follow that narrow way so far for so long that you wake up one morning and discover that you've come out into a wide place where your love, like God's love, is just as wide as the world. I think we have let ourselves off of too many hooks for too many years with all of our talk about how nobody's perfect. I know nobody's perfect, but everybody can decide to get on and stay on the path to depth and walk that narrow way until it brings us out into a new and wide place. Amen.